Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? English Dave here with my co-host Los. What's up, Los? What's going on? Here for another rooftop talk. It's chilly and rainy today. We're in New York City. We're here to talk about twin movies. Sometimes, every once in a while, a movie comes out and has a has a specific idea or fo- has a specific focus, and then there's another movie that has the same idea or similar idea and similar focus. So we decided to talk about those. This year, we had we had a couple. Yeah, yeah, we had one this year so far. Which one was that one? Uh, well, not a movie. I think it's a TV movie. You have that. You have First Man, right? And then you have the oh, other and one. then the the TV series. Yeah, the TV series about the man going to the moon. First yeah. Man with what's his name? The actor that did Milk. Um, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yeah. Right. And so we decided to talk about the many times in Hollywood history where this has happened. Sometimes it's big. Both of the movies are huge, and sometimes one is a lot bigger than the other, where you still hear about the other. But then sometimes it's a second movie that you didn't hear about at all. <laughs> so we'll have a mixture of all of that. Some of these movies we would have seen. I think most of them we've seen. But there may be some that we haven't seen. So follow along. Some of them you've seen. Let us know at the end of this which ones you liked, which ones you didn't like, if you enjoyed them or not. Info at thenerdybunch.com. Carlos, start us off. First two movies on your list that came out. And what year did they come out? Um, Skyline and Battle of Los Angeles. They both came out. Um, I believe it was 2012. Was I watched those both sure. in theaters. I think at the time. Really? Yeah. I saw I, I the screenings. I think. <laughs> Though, I, to say. I actually enjoyed Basketball Los Angeles. No, yeah, I really I liked that. 2011 was the year. That's a sleeper movie. But yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. Aaron Eckhart and uh, what's yes. her name? Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Bridget Monaghan. Oh, yeah. I forgot she Michael was in Peña, that. Neo. Oh, wow. Michael. Oh, yeah. I forgot Neo was in that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who directed that one? Uh, that was Jonathan Leesman. He directed the che- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Didn't he do? That's what I know. Didn't he do Underworld? No, he didn't. That was Len Wiseman. Oh, Jonathan Leesman, Leesman, and Len Wiseman. Okay. Yeah, Len Wiseman <laughs> did um <laughs> did Live Free or Die Hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Battle of Los Angeles. I thought it was actually a good movie. I, I actually wanted to see more in yeah, that franchise. I really enjoyed that film. Now well. Skyline, which going into it, I thought Skyline would be the better movie just because I'm a sci-fi guy. And yeah. it's like sci-fi alien invasion and they right. pushed this whole thing yeah up. the trailer was kind of cool it was it was convincing enough and they pushed this whole thing up like this this team was a was a vfx team and remember that whole thing yeah like they, they created a, this vfx team created their own film yeah, studio they created their own film studio and, and all that kind of stuff and all the movie was uh didn't yeah. they have the guy from um from scrubs in it Faison. yeah donald Faison yeah. was yeah, in yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh that movie was so bad but, did, but did they, they, they the thing is it's one of those movies that that spawned like multiple films and then they recently had one with what's his name yeah they did a reboot of it no it was um, a reboot it was called Beyond Skyline right no it was part of the same world yeah so it wasn't a reboot but it was with Frank Grillo and the guy from The Raid yep. mm-hmm. I never saw that but apparently people, it was fun yeah it has a 67% rating on Rotten Tomatoes interesting apparently it was fun maybe it's cool to check out uh, what other movies do you have um, my second one is The Losers and the A-Team both 2010 A-Team is based on an old 80s TV show which famously had B.A. Baracus, Mr. T in it. And um, The Losers is based on a comic book as well that not many people might have known about. Uh, <clears throat> both very good movies, I th- I find. I think they, they're yeah. very underrated. I really love The A-Team. A-Team was great. Great cost. That is literally, I don't know, man. I, I don't think people have seen that. It, or it's not going to be seen enough. Liam Neeson. Bradley Cooper, Charles Liam Copley. Neeson. Charles O'Copley. Um, what's the other guy? The Kimbo Page. No, no that's, that's not Kimbo Slice. It's Rampage. Oh yeah, Rampage, the yeah. UFC fighter. Yep, 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 yep. 
Yo, that film is really... It's just a fun action movie. Yeah. Fun dynamic. Fun team. Yeah, the dynamic is fun. I it's thought. funny. The actors are great. It's, the action scenes are crazy. Hmm. I think that's a good example of... Those two are good examples of movies that are similar, that are actually very good, but nobody really watched. And it's surprising yeah. no, no one spoke about it. I think... When did it come out? 2010. 2010. Losers was April. The 18 was June. So I think at that time, we were, we were still getting... We, 2010, so we're coming into the Avengers territory. So the comic book phase is really starting to heat up, but we haven't quite hit Avengers 1 yet. And so I think in terms of losers, you know, a comic book movie that doesn't, you don't realize it feels more like an action film. What People aren't ready for that yet. And I think these kind of movies would have been better served now. Interesting. Because it came, like, they would have been served either five years before that or now. Yeah. That year we got Book of Eli, we got Inception. Not really. Yeah, Iron Man 2. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. yeah a lot of good stuff, that thing, yeah. Definitely. Toy Story 3. Oof. Ooh. <laughs> 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 wow. Okay, yeah. That, I can understand 18 probably got buried under yeah. the Toy Story 3 shit. And then Losers, it's like, okay, you're called, the name doesn't help. You're called the Losers. And, the and it's just like on. coming out in the spring, and Iron Man 2 is right around the corner. And it's so funny because like, people forget that's another Chris Evans comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. That was before he joined his cap. Yeah, or maybe it was the same year as cap. No, no, he, he, Captain America yeah. one. Captain America one had to be two thousand. Oh no, that was eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. But he was probably already he already cast. You know, he's played four comic book characters, including one from the Losers. Yeah, and people don't know that one. Yep. We have the Losers, Cap, Human Torch, and um, Scott Pilgrim. Oh wait, five, because technically. Um, What's the game? Snowpiercer is a comic. Yeah. Or graphic novel. So five characters. Look at that. What other movies do we have? I'm sorry. I just got fascinated by the weekend that uh, A-Team <laughs> was coming out. It's A-Team and the Karate Kid. That's really interesting. It got buried under Karate Kid. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, ants and a Bug's Life. Oh, Ants and a Bug's Life. Oh, my goodness. That was terrible for Ants. <laughs> because the bugs that just destroyed it. Just yeah. completely. And that was even before Pixar was really Pixar, Pixar, Pixar. Right. So it, was, it wasn't like they were coasting on the name Pixar. It was like, things. A Bug's Life was too, was, wasn't it Woody? I mean, not Bugs Ants. Wasn't it Woody Allen? Was was it Woody Allen? The main, the main voice, the voice actor. Like Ants with a Z. Ants with a Z. Well, wasn't the main character called Z? Yes. Oh, I now I get it. Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was like the big guy. I remember him. Yeah, Woody Allen was in this. Yeah. It was written by the Whites brothers, Paul Whites and Chris Whites. And that's the thing. The problem was it was trying to be, because it was very existential. Right. At the time, the storyline. You know how Woody Allen gets. Right. And it was very, the character, the story was very Woody Allen. But the marketing marked it as a kids, straight kids film. And I don't think it was. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was more adult than Bugs Life was. It was more adult. So it was different. But it couldn't decide what it wants to be because the, the, the... the story was very kids. It was this like crazy. This I can't remember what the story was, but there was some fun adventure moments to it. But the character beats were very adult. Yeah. And, it, and I felt like that's the kind of story that needs to be like an adult adult story. You, it real. shouldn't be something that balances the line. And you get a Bugs Life, which is just a fun movie. Nah, I think a Bugs Life though had its moments, like when Kevin Spacey's character was shot. Oh no no, that's the thing. That it would take it there. It a was beautiful life. to look at too. That's that's just what it was. I think a Bug's Life, like all Pixar movies, had 
adult themes that it plays with. And it was just beautiful to look at. Yes, and it's obviously very, <laughs> I mean, it's Pixar. They, they didn't look beautiful. beautiful <laughs> like, stuff. and it was, was shot a little bit more gritty. The animation was a little bit more. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It tries to be this adult thing, but yeah. it's marketed as a kid's thing. But okay. yeah, it plays, it's more existential than it needs to be. Wow. And whereas Bugs Life was just Bugs Life. I love that movie. Bugs it was Life. only the, the third feature length computer animated film after Toy Story and Cassiopeia, whatever that is ever made dreamworks first animated movie ever was this one and yeah the film's production resulted in a controversial public feud between dreamworks co-founder jeffrey katzenberg steve jobs and john lasseter of pixar concerning the parallel productions of this film and a bug's life this only worsened when disney refused to avoid competition with disney's first intended animated release the prince of egypt in 98 oh shit it was beefy to this damn i had never known that they were beefing that's crazy Katzenberg versus Jobs and John Lasseter. Well, we know who won that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Although it, it, it did do pretty well. It did pretty no, well. Did pretty well. I think Ant still got a bit of recognition. It didn't get lost. I think you can't, at this point, you can't have the conversation of A Bug's Life without mentioning Ants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always brought up in the same conversation. It's not completely ignored. So it got some, maybe it's some, maybe it got more attention than it would have, actually, because again, it wasn't. At the time, DreamWorks was not really known for animation yeah. like that. That's true. It was their yeah. first. It was their first one. But it it is kind of weird that they released like a month apart from each other. Yeah, I think that was too soon. <laughs> and I think that's what uh, other studios are learning now how yeah. to space their shit out. All right, what else do we have? Um, the Prestige and the Illusionist, both two thousand six. Both the magic. Yeah. One is Christopher Nolan, and I forgot other. who did the Illusionist. Wait, wait, wait. And the other, wasn't it? Um, uh, Edward Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. Who directed that one? Tell you right now, the illusionist. I don't remember the illusionist at all. Like I, I saw it. Oh, Neil like, Berger. All I see is the poster with Edward Norton in the front. Mm-hmm. When I see my mind's eye, but I don't remember the movie, the plot. No, because yeah. The Prestige is just so good. Where the Prestige <laughs> is fucking amazing. It's just such a great movie. Like, how do you pull? It's just amazing. I think that was the first time that people realized that Nolan was a machine. Hmm. Because that was the first time he released a what, side what, movie what, in between projects. Yeah, in between he, the Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. And he showed that he doesn't just get lost. He reminded you that I'm not only going to do Batman movies. Yeah, I'm going to do other things and continue to like, explore other other places and other avenues that you wouldn't expect me to explore. Yeah, yeah he really went on to like, just to establish that line very early yeah. as he was starting out. What I love about The Prestige is a movie that like I've studied and watched. And I watched it recently because my wife hadn't watched it like, like about four months ago, five months ago at this point. Yeah. And it's a movie where it's about magic, but the movie itself is a magic trick to the audience. Mm-hmm. So then, when, so like you're like believing things that that's the don't thing. exist and magic or do exist. <laughs> I think it's magic works on a three act structure. Yeah, just like film, or at least modern film works on a three act structure. And so Nolan really uh, structures the film as the three act structure of a magic act, and I love it. It's so beautifully done, and I'm trying not to spoil it here because I feel like some people who haven't seen that film, yeah. and it's a beautiful movie, and it's a movie that even if Jonathan you, Nolan, yes, also wrote the screenplay yes, for that. He wrote the, I mean, he wrote at that point he was still, screenplay yeah. by both of them. And it's one of those films where it's the more you watch it, the more it's revealed. Like, and it, that's when Nolan really showcased that side of himself, where he made films that just had rewatchable quality. Where you keep watching it, like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, because we're watching it one time, you focus on one aspect until you know the reveal, and so you're watching it again. Great cast and Christian Bale. He worked with the same team from Batman Begins on it. Oh, nice. Same, um, same editor, same cinematographer, and obviously Christian Bale and Michael Caine were both 
Yes. Batman Begins. That's the closest we'll ever see to uh, Wolverine versus Batman with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And, uh, for real, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they both played him, yeah. That's pretty funny, yeah. I love, I love, I love the storyline. Yeah, the prestige is fucking great. great, great Very underrated movie. Great if underrated. you love Christopher Nolan but haven't seen it, check that out. Definitely. What else we got? Uh, Jobs and Steve Jobs. I didn't even see the Ash, Ashton Kutcher version. I did not see that one. I, I only see, saw the Michael Fassman. I didn't Fassman's see either version. Wow. Okay, this, but yeah. That's crazy. Those are two movies that came around the same time. I think one of them was based on, on the book that Steve Jobs had commissioned on his life. No, I think it was a. I don't know. Which oh one. yeah, yeah, the official. No, I which one? Which was the Sony one? Sony one was this, was Steve Jobs. Which one was that? Ashley Kutcher or? No, that was the Michael Fassbender. Okay, that's the one. That yeah, that was the one with the official yeah. biography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jobs, I think Ashley Kutcher looked more like him. Yeah, and Jobs. Well, yeah, the Ashley Kutcher version was actually more about his early days. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never saw the movie. How how were both movies received in terms of gen- general public and or critics? Well, I know Steve Jobs was fresh. I think it has like a. 68%. Wasn't that Danny like that. Boyle? Yeah, it was Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle's movie. Oh, I see that movie. Leo DiCaprio was supposed to play him. Oh, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Leo, no, I think Leo would have been too distracting. What about Christian Bale? I think he's another one. Bale could have done it. Yeah. I think Bale could have done it. Ashley Kutcher Steve Jobs is a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. So we know which one is not the <laughs> one. I mean, again, the fucking the the Steve Jobs one with Michael Fassman it was written by Aaron Sorkin that's another thing oh true so it has a Sorkin script huh. yeah it's pretty good um what else yeah we have No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits Friends with Benefits that was the one oh we got two Ashley Kutcher ones wasn't that Ashley yeah. was the No Strings no, no, no. Attached right yeah Ashley Kutcher was in No Strings Attached yeah 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 with, he was with what's his name Natalie Portman and then his girlfriend <laughs> is in the other film and then his girlfriend was in the other film <laughs> with with uh, Justin Lee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are they still together now? Um, no. Ashton Kutcher. Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, they are still. Together. Yeah, they're together. Yeah. That's more. But recent. I don't think they were going out at the time, though. I, I think they were still. Like yeah, not at the time. People. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's yeah. hilarious that. <laughs> now looking did, back on it, yeah. hindsight, it's like damn, seven years ago, you guys didn't know this, but <laughs> we did, we both did similar movies about wanting friends with benefits. Where, <laughs> and then Justin Timberlake. The, I'm sure, I'm sure no strings attached. They got pissed when. They realized they couldn't use the name Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits, yeah. Because it was already registered by Sony yeah. or patented by Sony. Um, I think Bro. I saw... I can't remember what I saw. I think I might have seen one of them. I saw I both remember. of them. Yeah. No Strings is just like serviceable, but Friends with Benefits is like the real funny one. Yeah. Because that's Will Gluck. That's the guy who did Easy A. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. He's really funny. And it was rated R. No Strings is just rated PG-13. Wow. Why would you do a movie like that? PG-13? I know, right? It fucking sucks. It's cheap. So, like, the rated R one, obviously, is going to be better because yeah. they're not afraid to take it there, the, so... But the concept of rated as it, as it, the concept is an R-rated concept. It's not... Yeah. Like... No, wait, wait. I think No Strings is just rated R, but I guess it didn't feel R. Oh. So, maybe that could have been it, they didn't, too. didn't take advantage of it, the rating. Yeah, they didn't really take advantage of it. It was just like, this could have been like any other PG-13. Uh, true, 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 true. Um, and I don't know. I just, just kind of didn't feel like they had chemistry either. But that could have been something else. Anyways. White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> so that, that's a good example of another example of two contrasting quality of films. Um, where I thought both would suck. More fun. <laughs> I thought both would suck. Wow. Like, you didn't think Olympus is Fallen was going to be good? I kind of expected it because nah, it's just Anton Fuqua, you know? Because yeah. it looked, because see, for me, it looked, ironically, it looked like it was just going to try and emulate Die Hard in the White House, yeah. which ironically it was, but then it was a good. It was actually a good, 
No, which one's no, which one's the one with uh, Gerard Butler? That was Olympus's fault. Yes, that one. I'm saying in White the, House Down was Die Hard in the White House. <laughs> no, they were both Die Hard in the White House. Yeah, it's just that one did a good job of that, one did a blah job of that, so whatever job. Yeah. I think Gerard Butler one was fun. I think that was a good one. The yeah. sequel was uh, was alright. It's fine. London is full. Yeah, but that was a different director yeah. at that yeah. point. It's yeah. like we're just doing a cash drive, yeah. cash grab. That's, that's I thought White House Down wasn't that bad though. I would I would actually put it in like Roland Emmerich's better films. Yeah, what does that say? You know, because <laughs> you know he's not really. Carlos a... Carlos has a tendency to kind of like if something has a low standards, he bases it on their own low standards. Of course. <laughs> so so if it's like... better than the low standard that I put forth like, for this film, another then we're gonna actually commend it. I know this director makes shitty movies, but it's the best shit he's ever made. Nah, it's not. So the, it's, it's the best movie. shit he's ever made. <laughs> That's not exactly what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Like, if it's the most entertaining Carlos shit that he's said, ever made legit, most entertaining shit that he's ever made Carlos legit said to me oh this movie was good it was the worst film I've seen all year <laughs> <laughs> that is literally true no that is literally true yeah you gotta have a base for, for entertainment Dave I mean damn sometimes if the movies entertain you not all of them have to be so fucking I'm just saying like if, if the best they can do is best better than the well, worst well all I'm saying is like if we've been tricked before into, into, into watching terrible films and now like we're expecting shit and it turns out to be way better then you know you gotta, you gotta admire it fuck yeah. it but I thought White House Down was okay. But Olympus is Fallen is obviously the better film. I mean, I don't think anybody expected that to be that good. Uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Observer Report. Observer Report is the real R-rated version of what happens in malls. Yes. Oh. When uh, uh, men in fucking coats just want to start streaking through the mall. The problem with Observer Report. <laughs> Observer Report, I mean, Paul Blart was always going to be trash. That was always going to be trash. Yeah, but that was a fucking... That, that was a franchise, Yes, bro. I know, right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> that shit became a franchise. Are you kidding? I think the Midwest or somewhere loved that movie. Because that movie was so That bad. was so bad. But the Observer Report had a lot of potential, but then it got too real. Yeah, but that's what I love about it. Yeah, but it's just, it was just too it's, jarring for me. It's weird and funny, but then it gets fucking real. It, it, gets, it gets too real for what it starts off being, and I think... There was, th- I think, at the time. Yeah, I think it's low key a classic when we. I think I think Rogan was like there was experimenting. I think they got better. No, that wasn't him though. He was just in it because he's a friend to Danny McBride and Jody Hill. Jody Hill, the guy who actually writes or does films with um Danny McBride, he created Eastbound and Down as well. Like when he writes, oh, the Iron Fist, the Foot Fist, Foot, the Foot, the Fist Foot Way or whatever movie that movie was, he wrote and directed that as well. I think Observer Report would have been better than Danny McBride. Damn. Because I think Seth Rogen can't balance that going from comedy to doing real drama. Drama. I think Demi, Demi Wright has a better hang on that. I think that's what Okay, I'm... but even then, the film is still a classic, especially because Michael Pena debuts such a, <laughs> such a different side to his acting. Because up until this point, he was really going the serious route. And this kind of opened the avenue of him of like, oh, he's a versatile actor. He can really do, he can kill the comedy. Like, this is honestly what's led him into Ant-Man. I would almost say Observer Report is a comedic, like, audition for Ant-Man. He kills it. Observer Report. He plays the cop. He's really the, the side mall cop who's like, he word? turns out to be a friend, but then in the end, he's just a jerk. What's Rotten Tomatoes for this? 50%? That audience score, 36? Yeah, it should have split down the middle. There are people that think that it's a classic, and then there's other people that think that it's just, like, yeah. stupid. Yeah, but I'm the people that think that it's stupid... Nah, you can't think it's stupid, bro. Shark Tale and Finding Nemo. Another example of Pixar. I actually like Shark Tale. Shark Tale is a racist movie. <laughs> it's a racist 
cliche stereotype yo, movie. Yo, it's crazy because now it just feels like it's so racist. Because because Finding Nemo came out in 03 and Strike Tale came out in 04. So what if Dreamers just like, oh yeah, we'll do a fish movie. Yeah, Shop fuck to- you because we already had this fight over Bugs Life and Ants. Shark Tale, yo, it literally felt like Shark Tale felt like a, a straight to DVD version of Finding Nemo. Whoa, I'm not realizing that there's real beef between Pixar and Disney and DreamWorks. And well, that's dream of treating themselves in the foot because Disney is like, oh, I guess you're going to make shitty movies then. You're going to show us. <laughs> I mean, then they, you know, they did Strike into Gold with Shrek and How to Train a Dragon, though. And then ruin it. Nah, they well, didn't Shrek, ruin they it. Shrek. So How to Train Dragon, they're keeping. That's their yeah. past possession for now. <laughs> nah, three is going to be five. We all know this. I know. I'm just saying until they they do five, six, and seven. <laughs> no, nah, they're not going to do that. It ends at three. The, t- the final chapter ends. That's what they tell There's going to be a TV it's, show. It's, it's, it's over. There is a TV show. I mean, it's more, gonna more. Gonna Whatever. Like, this is the end of Hiccup Story. They're going to do the following adventures. But at least it's going to be an artistic <laughs> Hiccup Story. I mean, I do think the trailer's a little bad, though. Like, but, now they're getting corny. But whatever. Nah, I mean, of course, it's going to be amazing. But no, I think Shark, yeah, Shark's Tale... Like, seriously, this article's about it. How racist that film is. Like, that film is so yeah. stereotypical. I don't know what so the what, hell. So how racist? Was, so every character is a ra- racial stereotype. Every character. Like, the like, 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 like you have a black fish who has, like, roster dreads. You have the monster <laughs> fish who are, like, Italian. Like, Italian, like, monster. Like, in fact, let me make an article. No, 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 no. We don't got time. <laughs> I got lots of time. <laughs> Shark, tail. See, look, I just wrote Shark Tale. The first thing that comes out is stereotypes. <laughs> that's the first <laughs> word that comes out. Wow, there's probably a dictionary on, how, on the fucking... On the characters of this. There's, a, there's an article. Remember? Like, oh, black guy. Remember how racist the movie was? <laughs> I think it still did well, though. Let's look it up. Shark Tale, Shark Tale, Shark Tale. Damn, 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah it was trash. And the... the Especially at the time, too. After we've just seen Finding Nemo, this is a, week, a year after. The animation was hard. Hans Zimmer did the music? Yeah. Why would he sign on to that? And the... the, the, the Yo, 367.3 million on a 75 dollars budget. Yeah, the second highest opening for a DreamWorks animation film it, at the it, time. I mean, yeah, it was riding the wave of Shrek Nemo. Nemo and Shrek 2. Nominated for Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's because how many came Academy out? Award nominated, bro. Was, yeah, because what was it up against? Because that was also a time. You have to remember that things get nominated because it's just not enough. <laughs> that's how fucking Boss Baby gets. Yeah. All right, hold on, wait, wait. What year was this? So it's like there's not that many. The Incredibles, Shrek 2. That's it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Finding Nemo, The Incredibles. That's two years back to back. And then they made Ratatouille and Wally two years back to back. And then up. And then Toy Story 3. Yeah, they just went like DreamWorks showed them. <laughs> DreamWorks, Shark Tale. Yeah, Shark Tale. Okay. Well, that's in Gromit. That was DreamWorks too. But that was that's with Armin Animations. Yeah, that was same. a collaboration. Because yeah, Armin did that. That was great. <laughs> Alright, what else we have? Alright, um Happy Feet and Surf's Up, since we're on the animated team. Happy Feet and Surf's Up. Happy Feet King videos done by George Miller, who do uh, Mad, Mad Max, Max Fury Road. Well, he did Mad Max Fury Road. First of all, yeah, exactly. He did the Mad Max before that. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did he even <laughs> take... Happy yeah, like, he just went into mystical animated land. Happy and then... Feet was not what I expected it to be. I'm not watching it. I didn't like it either. And then this ending, I was like, it's about environmental stuff. Yeah, I didn't like it, though. It was kind of weird. And then he was going to do Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. This surf's up, Shia LaBeouf. That was, that was handy. Yeah, that was okay. Surfing Regular shit. <laughs> Child was running away at the time. Yeah, literally. Uh-huh. So, so. What about, I don't know if this counts, but Jungle Book and Mowgli. 
remotely looking like it. Yeah. So, but still, they were made at the same time. They just, one just got delayed because <laughs> clearly the Jungle Book was coming out. No, seriously, because that shit was like, supposed to come out a while ago. Like, and they delayed it indefinitely. Damn. They were like, damn it. Well, so then it doesn't count. It never came out. Audiences aren't being confused. It's true. We know about it. Yeah, we're Mirror, Mirror, Snow White, and the Huntsman. Same you. year. Huntsman got all the attention. Yeah. Mirror, Mirror. Is a better one, yeah. Underappreciated. Tarsim Singh. Yeah, I think Tarsim Singh is dope. Very underappreciated movie because it looked, I don't think it marked It looked it marked like it. very colorful yeah. at Disney and people wanted to see the Dark Knight Snow White. Yep. And the Dark Snow White was terrible. Yeah. With Chris Hemsworth. Ugh. So bad. <laughs> Can't believe he did two of those. <laughs> even the other chick needs to be to drop out. What was yeah. she kicked off because she like had an affair? No, nah, yeah, she had an affair with the director, and that overtook <laughs> the whole like buzz for the movie. Yeah, because the director was married. No, Mirror Mirror was good. I like Mirror. Yeah, Mirror Mirror. It's like a fun fantasy fairy tale film. Like it embraces its fairy tale nature. Like I like. Yeah, the, I want to see more Tarzan sing. Like, where is he now? He did a TV show that Raven and I really liked. He did the TV version of the new rendition of Wizard of uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh, where it was NBC like. Like a like an adult production. Oh you, shit! You I'm it. gonna have to check that. That's out. really good. What was it called? Probably on a Netflix fire stick. I forgot what it's called. Now. I'm gonna look it up. Tarzan Singh. It was like Wizard of Oz storyline. Emerald City. Yeah, Emerald City. Yeah, it was really good. It was an R-rated TV series based. Oh shit! He directed Selfless. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I never saw that. Wasn't that trash? Yeah, that was trash. Yeah, negative nineteen percent. I didn't give it a five out of ten. I mean, toss him. He's got good vision aesthetics, but he's always hit or miss. Yeah, he's but Immortals good. was fire, yeah, and then Mirror Mirror was good. Well, Immortals was also it, that was had mixed reception though. Yeah, but I love. I liked it. I love the Immortals, and I heard the Fall is good one too. A few Kenny Cavill movies that I actually like. Yeah, he actually yeah. killed that. I like yeah. that. Um, Cop Out and the other guys. Oh, I remember Cop Out. Wasn't that one? Um, Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan? The, the production of that one. Man. Kevin Smith. Stuff. I think Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis have fights and stuff. Oh, yeah. Some shit like that. in that movie. And then, like, Bruce Willis is acting like a diva. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Yeah. Kevin but Smith the other guys. the movie, but the other guys. Though. Oh, my goodness. One That's a classic. Few, comedy classic. I'll tell you, one of the, one of the few Mark Wahlberg movies I will say is fantastic. It's a classic. Classic movie. Uh, great movie. I haven't seen it. Mark Wahlberg. And... Um, was named Will Farrell, but the reason why it's good is because of director. What's his name? Uh, Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Adam McKay is the reason why that movie goes from being a good movie. Like Will Farrell and 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 Mark Wahlberg make it a good movie. Adam McKay make, makes it a fantastic movie. Yeah, he like his touch. He co-wrote also. He's just he's the reason why I feel like Will Farrell has good movies. Yeah, but the thing McKay. is, you know, eventually he he wants. He, I feel like maybe he felt like he exhausted himself on the comedy part. Was that he was just comedy? giving classics. Was that it could have been because it had a serious touch to yeah. it. It had that financial touch, and yeah. that yep, and it led right yeah. into the big short. Yeah, that was yeah. his last like comedy comedy. Wow, that was his last comedy. Damn it, McKay. And they give us other good movies. No, 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 he gave us Anchorman too. Oh, that was trash. No. We don't talk about Anchorman too. Yeah, we don't talk about. It. I don't know what. He was maybe doing that anymore. was the, what discouraged him, and he was just like, you know what, I'm serious. Right, right, right. Anchorman too. Yeah. We co-wrote that with Will what Ferrell. What the hell was he thinking? Will Ferrell, bro. What the hell was he like, thinking? How, how is he... that everybody was asking for Anchorman 2 and Paramount finally gave him the green light to do it and they just decided to write whatever he put his foot down and said no. Now the first hour is hilarious, but it just goes into... Maybe it should have just been an hour and 30. No. And it's still... It was definitely better than Zoolander 2. 100% better than Zoolander 2. But, you know, <laughs> it did get exhausting after a while, though. 
I love what, movies, what other movies do we have? Adam McKay. All right. Um, Creed and Southpaw. Creed and Southpaw. How, how far apart were those? I think they were like six months apart. Five months apart? I guess I Let's see. One, two, three. I, no, four months apart. Sorry. I liked. I loved. I actually liked South Southpaw a lot. I didn't know that. I thought it was fine. I thought it was. I thought it was dope. I thought it was solid. We don't get a lot of solid boxing movies like that. I feel like Southpaw. They come a, few and far in between. I feel like we got two in a great year. I feel like at a in, for a genre because like two great ones in one year. Out of many sports, boxing is one of the sports that you like filmmakers just love to flock to. Right? Yeah. And I feel like Southpaw just felt like another boxing movie. In a list of boxes. Nah, I like it. And I feel like it didn't, it wasn't. It had more of a personal motivation. Like, there's nothing about Southpaw for me that stands out from another boxing movie. Nah, <laughs> this was really well made. I just feel like the, the quality of it is just higher than others. I feel like the quality of that film is higher than others. From the way that it's directed to just like how like entertaining it, like it is. It wants to be Raging Bull, but it it's wants not. To be Rocky. It's, it wants I guess to be it's a, I guess it's a mix of everything. I mean, it is like an original thing anyway. So like, yeah, if it's a mix of everything, but it's the best part of those things. It's not like it's a terrible like, film. No, it's not. It's, it's not entertaining. Ter- no, like it's it's, 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 a, it's recommendable to watch if you're like bored oh, no, or you want to see a good boxing movie. I mean, that's why I say it just feels like it's on the list of just boxing films. For me, it doesn't it doesn't stand out on its own because it's just because only I think the biggest part is because there's so many boxing films. Yeah, and when there's so many boxing films, you have to work harder to stand out as opposed to if you did another genre. That's why something like Creed, obviously. Creed, obviously, because it comes out the same year. And Creed is reinventing a franchise, so to speak. And then you have stuff like uh, uh, The Warrior. Fighter, and Warrior, which Warrior's looking at mixed martial arts, so it's, t- it's taking a different perspective, but you're taking a boxer who had to learn. Wasn't that part of the story, right? One of the brothers was boxers. Well, yeah, both of them were boxers. Yeah, and then they went to mixed martial arts. No, 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 wait. No, no, no. For Warrior. For Warrior. Yeah, no, they were, I think they were both always trained as mixed martial arts. And then you had The Fighter, which is focusing, you realize, focuses more on on uh, the main person was really um, what's his name Christian Bale's character yeah really and so like they're doing something different and I think when you do with boxing because again filmmakers love boxing for no reason they love boxing I feel like if you did a list of boxing movies you could do a whole podcast of boxing movies um, yeah need... but not all of them would be like, <laughs> enjoyable recommendable but I think the top list of sports movies like sports in general most of them are going to be boxing films because you've got Ali you've got Raging Bull you've got the Rocky movies like how many bad sports no, movies? How, yeah. No, I'm saying how many bad boxing movies do you know? In terms of known for known but bad, like oh, this is some super obscure film. Yeah, right. I think boxing is a, for some reason film because I guess the intimacy of it. I don't know. They like boxing. I'm surprised actually we haven't had more twin boxing movies. Surprisingly, you know. Yeah, word. And that that was like the first year we actually got them because yeah. there's always a drought on fucking boxing movies yeah. and fighting movies. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. All right, let's move on. This is the end. Uh, steal. Oh, shit. Movie. oh yeah, word. I don't think that was the same year though. I was like, I'm before. just saying, like, if we did the podcast on boxing movies, nah, we would have to do a podcast on just real steel. First of all, like, we might good. have to do that. Rough night and girls trip. Okay, yeah, no, that's true. I would say there's a very you wouldn't mistake them, but they are similar movies, yeah. uh, and we all know which was a better one. Girls trip was so much better than Rough Night. <laughs> Rough I night. didn't see Rough Night. I saw Rough Night. Right, Rough Night couldn't decide what it wanted to be because there's one movie and then. The guy gets killed, and because other movie, and then you're like, how are they gonna get out of this corner? Because the way <laughs> they, they just killed somebody, the way they kill someone, 
It's like, okay, how do you how are you gonna get out of this corner in the end? Because you at the end of the day you murdered someone. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but she's white, probably. So that's how it goes down. <laughs> so she it, gets away with murder. It was I can't remember, was Rough Night R rated? I don't think it was. I think it was. It definitely might have been. I, I, I definitely remember both of them being R rated. I mean, yeah, Ghost was R rated, but I can't remember Rough Night. Either way, it wasn't good. Terrible. Next. Damn. That's <laughs> Ghost Trip was great. The new Ghost Trip too. Word. Hopefully that one's, you know, creatively done as well. Yes. Um, we did the fighter and the warrior. Yes. Well, no, we did Korea South Hall and we did the fighter yeah, and the warrior. Kind of mentioned. But warrior was way better. Warrior was I way. Felt. Warrior was a better movie. Fighter was had good performances. Yeah. The warrior was a better movie. Warrior should have been the Oscar nominated. Yes. Like peace. That movie is incredible. Everybody go see it. The um, Christian Bale did good performances. yeah, but yeah. he got skinny and killed. Him. Yeah. As you. Dunkirk versus The Darkest Hour versus Churchill. I mean, I think Church of the Darkest Hour, obviously. Uh, Twin related. movies, yeah, but yeah. But Dunkirk is more like... A different perspective. Yeah, a different perspective on the same story. Same or year, like, though. Or continuation of the story. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a different yeah. angle. But yeah, uh, I feel like no one really saw Churchill, at least in America. Churchill's already bigger in England. Because mm. obviously, Winston Churchill's a huge British character and a figurehead. And um, Churchill didn't have as much big push here, I felt. I think, because Darkest Hour had like Gary Oldman as the lead and different look yeah. and all that kind of stuff so that had a bigger push for, for it and the Oscar push for his performance uh, so that's another that's an example of one just completely engulfing the other mm-hmm. and then kind of Dunkirk was just like yeah <laughs> for anyone that watched both he's just it's different yeah. it's like Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter <laughs> yeah because we never see actually see like, um, different perspectives we never actually see uh, Winston Churchill and Dunkirk you may hear his voice but I don't see him yeah um Next, but is... Churchill was good. I mean, not Churchill. I never saw Churchill. But Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour was good. That's Joe Wright, right? Yeah. Oh, he's good. I'm gonna have to check that one out soon. Um, this is the end and the world's end. Mm-hmm. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. This is the end of the world's end. I, I mean, I guess I mean the the comedy teams are almost like the different versions of each other. Yeah. You know, like Simon Pegg and his team. And then Seth Rogen, their team. It sounds like Yo, but this is the end was really fucking hilarious, though. But they're both hilarious. Seth Rogen. But Seth Rogen, I think that was his directorial debut, I believe. I, I feel like... Interesting. Just because of, of the touch of the directing of... Um, what's his name? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. I think it pushes this uh, the world's end for me just that much. Because it's the end of it. It was the final of his trilogy. Yeah, it was the final of the Cornetto the trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. And just like his editing, his beats. Yeah, he was just getting better at that point. I think... Um, the um what's called this is the end had the fun of because it had a lot of the celebrity comedians yeah and so it was like there's no no holes barred anyone can die that's what made that fun because yeah, they were playing like almost like a real life song yeah exactly yeah. it's just funny yeah. I would say it's a it's probably the the better of the short film adapted into feature length type deals because it was a short film originally yeah, it was it was um but yeah. I don't know what else you want to talk about. Everything else is kind of deep impact in Armageddon, Dante's Peak and Volcano. Deep impact in Armageddon. <laughs> I remember deep impact with uh, Morgan Freeman and Armageddon, honestly. With Bruce Willis and, and Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that Michael Bay? Yes. Michael Bay. Ben Affleck. Yo, Michael Bay would make that now that I think about. Um, Age of Extinction. Is it Age of Extinction? No. There was a scene. 
the scene with the daughter and they and that corny music is playing in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Age of Extinction? Age of Extinction. Yo, yeah. it is. that makes total sense yeah. now after after thinking about the Armageddon scene. Apparently, um, <laughs> wow. Ben Affleck in one of the scenes because you know how the story is they trained a bunch of drill people who um, drill all drill workers yeah. to go to space to drill into the asteroid. Yeah, Ben Affleck famously asked Michael Bay. Why train oil work, oil rig work workers to work on the spaceship? Why not train astronauts how to use the oil rig machines? And Michael was like, "No, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd make more sense to train the astronauts to use the rig, the drilling machines. <laughs> Why would you train these guys to go up to space? That makes no even, sense." <laughs> yeah, even then, Ben Affleck was like, "Nah, I'm yeah. not gonna be like Michael Bay <laughs> when I direct." <laughs> and Deep Impact, Deep Impact had a really like sad ending I remember one of the endings was yeah that's so funny the, the, the asteroid actually hits and then you get tidal wave and it ends with one main character like hugging her dad and get killed yeah like, that shit is, is spoiler, crazy spoiler alert for a blonde movie directed by Mimi Leader she used to be a female director that made a lot of really cool like thrillers in the 90s so, yeah. I wonder what happened the Peacemaker Deep Impact oh my goodness. Pay It Forward The Peacemaker wasn't that with uh, Nicole Kidman and George Clooney George Clooney uh, I knew it was so bad I thought it would be good alright what else we got what else did you just mention you mentioned I mentioned uh, Dante's Peak and Dante Cannon. you know I used to like Dante's Peak and then I realized it's shit <laughs> that's how we feel about a lot of the films that yeah, were made in the 90s yeah though. I used to actually like that I, Piers, I think it's because at that time I used to think Pierce Brosnan was an awesome James Bond so like, yeah, yeah anything he's in is fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> fucking good and it I makes remember, any movie great. And I remember Volcano with I didn't I don't watch it. But I remember the trailers with um, Tommy, Tommy Jones. Jones and the, wasn't like an earthquake in the middle of the city. Yeah, it's something like, like middle that. of downtown LA or something. No, nah, like not that. downtown LA. I think it was like a I'm telling you like a city. like a small town or no, some shit. I'm telling you, it was a volcano in no, a small town. I'm telling you now, it was in the major city. Nah, it was a volcano, volcano in a small town, bro. Yeah. Had to be. <laughs> volcano. This isn't a Michael Bay Roland Emmerich movie. When a massive earthquake rocks the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Do you know this is this is this is Yo, San Andreas before. This, <laughs> this is, <laughs> I told you. Yeah, just just you saying the synopsis is hilarious. When a massive volcano rocks the city of Los Angeles. Wow. Ge- geologists. Amy Barnes warns that a volcano may be forming in a sewer tunnel. This, <laughs> this is such a '90s movie, yo. The sewer, the sewer tunnels. The sewer LA tunnels of LA had a, a massive volcano. volcano. Yeah, look, look at the poster. You see the poster? Even has a city erupting. <laughs> I thought that was a small town. No. <laughs> nope. Yo, LA. I knew it was a big city. Yo, I, that's <laughs> so stupid. Oh my god. You know, we should watch this movie just to. Just to laugh, yeah. Just a lot. That's pretty funny. This is ironically pretty good, yeah. Yeah. What else do we have? After Earth and Oblivion? No. I mean, there's similar visual movies. Oh, Zero Dark Thirty and Steel Team Six. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, Catherine Bigelow. I think that's one of her most underrated movies, actually. Which which one was Steel Team Six again? Steel Team Six was like the Lifetime version, but it came before. I don't think I saw that one. I saw it. It was like a giant premiere and everybody saw it. But I think Brazil Dark Thirty was fire. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was really good. I never saw Seal Team Six. Um, the Cave and the Descent. No, yes, I yes. didn't see the Cave. cave saw the man. Descent. The, the Descent was great. The Descent is great. The Cave is eh, but the Descent is great. I think some people might mix the two up because they're very, very similar. Women going into a cave and again lost this horror. Yeah, 
The scent was better though, yeah. for sure. Much better. Did they do a sequel? What? The Descent wasn't a sequel. No, it wasn't a sequel. They made a sequel to it, but that was the but this the Descent original was the original. No, I'm saying the director didn't do the second. Oh, okay, it was one of those like like direct the DVD yeah. type situations. Yeah. Uh, United ninety three and Flight ninety three. Yep. United ninety three was dope. That's the better one. And yeah, other ones are kind of whack. Striptease and Showgirls, Chasing Liberty, First Daughter is the like the first president's daughter kind of. Never heard of those movies. They are like romantic comedies. One was like Mandy Moore, the other one was Katie Holmes. Um. Yeah, you said Upgrade and Venom were similar. They are. They're both movies about characters who look exactly like That's each other. <laughs> the actors look like each other. Yeah, I can't with you. And then You're on another level they right both now. have to act like these, these other outside forces can physically controlling their body. And All they right. get superhuman. Well, everybody just go see the better film, which is Upgrade. Upgrade is the better film. So I have issues with that film. Yeah, you have issues with it, but it's still entertaining and it's better than Venom. If <laughs> <laughs> you hold a gun to my head and maybe we choose one, I would say Upgrade. For real. Uh, did I say After Earth and Oblivion? Yes, you did. Okay, so, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, that's kind of most of the list. Most yeah. of uh, how many yeah. of these movies have you guys seen? Do you guys like them? Or do you agree with us? Uh, with, the, with some of our opinions on some of these movies? Uh, the ones that we haven't seen? Let us know your thoughts uh, on how you think they are. Info at thenerdybunch.com. Follow us on all our social media at the Nerdy Bunch. But thank you, Carlos, for joining me as always word up Dave thank you thank you guys for listening this has been a nerdy bunch presentation of Rooftop Talk where we have a casual discussion about various film topics thanks guys for listening and as always keep it nerdy peace